0: 3, episode 23 of the Bridgeport Zone Podcast. I'm Carlos Ortega. Politics in Bridgeport as usual. You know what I'm talking about. It's just a never-ending cycle. But no cycle that ends is the one and only Billy (laughs) Doggett. stupid we are absolutely dumbfounded we have dunce caps on we have to do things a certain way do things this way so we can get things done we can get things moving forward get people to run for political office like that right it's not that simple these days in the city of Bridgeport because we have people Who have their own agenda, like the city of Bridgeport. Let's take you back months ago, in May, Reverend Heron Gaston faced Dennis Bradley in the Democratic Convention and was endorsed by the town committee, Reverend Heron Gaston. He won it He will be on the primary ballot against Dennis Bradley. You don't know who Dennis Bradley is. I'm not going to tell you who he is. You should know who he is. What happens? A individual with a whole host of political experience wants to get on the ballot. They tell her, you such and such signatures to get on the ballot. Who is this person? Her name is Julie Mar Ortiz. Met her last week at the Lawrence Smith Fields rally. She's a very bright person. She has a ton of political experience. Worked in Lieutenant Governor Susan Bicewicz's office. A ton. She goes out. She has to get a certain amount of signatures on this petition so she could be on the ballot for the state Senate on the Democratic side. But something happened along the way of her getting on the ballot. Her name is Patricia Howard. And Patricia Howard works for the Registrar of Voters in the city of Bridgeport. She threw out over 300 signatures and she can't get on the ballot. Exact number 351. She's now returned anybody's calls to find out why Ortiz has had to hire a lawyer so she can get on the ballot. So she can answer under oath, why did you throw out 351 signatures? See how our city works? Our city works in strange ways. Strange ways you got to get a certain amount of signatures. She got the signatures. We have to throw those out. You know, if you're going to run for political office, and by the way, she's 28 years old. She's, as I said, has a wealth of experience. Why are you looking to throw out 351 signatures? There's got to be some legitimacy to it, or you just want to throw out 351 signatures. I do not know how. I don't know this petition process. I don't know how it works. You gotta go out. courting. you disqualified 40, Howard did, Patricia Howard, registered Democratic signatures. 52 others were incorrectly included. The two individuals who had circulated four pages of petitions were not signatures, we're not with the party in fact the sole alleges that the circular had completed or registered as a democrat on june the 5th prior to registering before handing in 49 petition signatures whatever that means all i know is this we need new voices in the state of connecticut they got to be young voices because from top to bottom in our political, we have to hear it, we don't have to see it, but we know it. The young kids aren't getting a chance. Why? Well, pretty simply, they aren't ready give or lend a voice to the people out there. We got a, a lot of old people. Old. I'm serious. But old. You say Marilyn Moore, she works at Walmart. Should be working on Mormon, I should say. There are a lot of them, top to bottom, that do not need to do this anymore. They don't need to be a part of a political system that, A, on both parties isn't working. But that aside, if Julie Morrow Ortiz got enough signatures to get on the ballot, she has to be on the ballot. If you don't want her on the ballot, well, that's a debate you could have in the courtroom. And in the courtrooms where you have to have that ballot. In the courtroom, room, I should say, is where you have to explain yourself. How did you throw, did you throw out 351 signatures without explanation? I could see some people being from out of town. They had no say in this. You could throw those out. Legitimate. But if they're living in the district that is represented Bridgeport and Stratford, that's not good enough. Not good enough at all. Not good enough. you got to do better than that. You can't do better than that in explaining why she can't be on the ballot. Our political process is messed up. She had no problem getting signatures. She had no problem saying, hey, I got enough signatures. Put me on the ballot. But not according to Patricia Howard. According to Patricia Howard, the head of the registrar of voters on the Democratic side, 351 of them were not good enough. Not good enough. She'd probably say they're not even legitimate either. Prove it in a court of law. That's all you have to do. Prove it in a court of law. That's all you need to do. But until then, this is going to be why people do not like Democratic politics in Bridgeport, and I mean by Democratic politics, Democrats running this city. They are looking for a shortcut to get their guy to get in. It's not the way to do it. Hey, you know, will not you find some signatures and throw them out? Hey, why don't you tell this person not to run? Hey, why don't you tell this person not to commit a crime? Or find something that we can say, hey, committed a crime. Don't mess around with this shit. Don't mess around with it at all. If she wants to run, let her run. If she has enough signatures, put her on the ballot. Let the people decide. Don't let Heron Gaston, the Reverend, the Chief Administrative Officer, whatever he is in the city of Bridgeport, get his toe into Hartford so he could be a voice for the city of Bridgeport you know who should be the voice of the city of Bridgeport the mayor he's the one that should be a voice he's the one that should be getting money for the majestic theater to be repaired he's the one that should be getting money so our arenas and our ballparks when the Bridgeport Bluefish was here he should be getting monies to get them fixed he should be the one that should be doing this He doesn't have to have politicians to do it for him. He doesn't have to have state reps or state legislators to do it for him. He should. And the other parts of it, he should do it. David Daniels said it best one time. The mayor should be our biggest cheerleaders. Charles Starworth disagrees with that, but I agree with it. He should be a cheerleader for Bridgeport. He hasn't been. But I'm going off a tangent here. If they legitimately got enough signatures to be on the the ballot, put them on the ballot. Don't be an ass about it. Oh, I'm throwing this signature out. That's not legitimate. I'm throwing this signature out. That's not legitimate. No, that's not how it works. If they go around and bust their ass to get signatures, you should let them in the ballot. Get him in the door. But she'll answer to a judge. And she'll have to answer it her way. Why didn't you do it? Tell us. I'm out of breath. More after this. the Why can't we be friends by war? I do not own the rights to that song, just to make it legitimate, because I don't. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that, because it's something that I have to do if I play a song, just say, hey, I don't own the rights to the song. So that's it do not own the rights to that song so and i played the song because i was at the also the barnum festival parade and i heard the aforementioned dennis bradley who uh, decided to attend the parade he was a part of the parade he made a comment that i found pretty astonishing he said and i'm quoting he was Running down the sidewalk on Park Avenue, where the parade route was. And he was looking because Shelton Mayor Mark Loretti was also a part of the parade. And I heard him clear as the sky is blue. It was blue. I saw the blue sky, also saw the sun. I wouldn't recommend you seeing the sun, but I saw it. I'm quoting him. It's from him. He said it. That's a real mayor. That's a real mayor. Mark Loretti shrugged it off. He was probably in his mind saying, hey, I got Subway. They're coming to Shelton. That's a real mayor. Now, Is that a knock on Mayor Ganem? I do not know. Only he can answer that question. It's not a good political question to ask him. He might say, oh, I was just kidding around. I was having fun. It was a Barnum Festival parade. I was having fun with it. Look, I love Mayor Ganem. blah, 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 blah. But he said it. He said it, he didn't say it in jest, he said it. He can't avoid it, he said it. Now I'll grant you this, Mayor has not been the best mayor the city of Bridgeport has had recently. His second and his third tour of duty as mayor of the city of Bridgeport has not been good. Some people do not want to see him back sitting in the office of mayor at the city of Bridgeport. Okay. But when you loudly say, said it loud enough for everybody to hear it, that's a real mayor for a guy who's trying to run for re-election for state senate, that's not a good look for you. It isn't. This not a good look for you after you have been caught in a scandal where you're uh, up on charges. You've had many delays. You've had many people say, why is he running? Why would he run again after all this has happened? Why would he make a comment like that with all that's happened? Why, 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 why? why? Now I can sit here and say he should never send said that. But he opened his mouth already. He said it. Mark Loretti shrugged it off. A male Loretti shrugged it off and said, ha, ha, ha. I'm going to keep on walking my parade route. Yeah, that's a real man right there. Yeah. What the hell is he talking about, a real mayor? Come on. Listen, certain politicians say things for certain reasons. I do not know why Dennis Bradley would say that. I don't. I'm not in his brain. I don't know how his brain functions. But you don't say that in front of many people along that parade route and they're looking at you and saying, hey, what the hell is he talking about? What's he talking about a real mayor for? He's in Shelton. Is he talking about Mayor Gannam?" And let's give Mark Loretti credit. Shelton is a totally different city from when he took over as mayor. Now, subway's coming in to Shelton's round twenty twenty three. The field milford to lose a corporate sponsor. corporate entity took a lot of jobs a lot of things from other municipalities one of your biggest changes subject a little is going to Shelton Shelton no less ain't going to Bridgeport ain't going to New Haven Hartford Stanford Norwalk it's going to Shelton. You take everything else, take a whole lot of stuff, you take it all. Now you got nothing. You got nothing to show for it. Nothing at all. Hey, Star 99.9, Connoisseur Media, you want to find out there's some space in Shelton? I'm not starting things. Back to Dennis Bradley comes a point in time in your life when your political life is hanging by a thread. A thread. You don't say things that people are gonna hear and people are gonna say, what did he mean by that? And when he's asked a question by News 12, News 8, Channel 3, NBC 30, Fox 61, who knows? They're going to ask the question, what did you mean by that comment? And he has to explain to everybody. Everything's blown out of proportion, took it out of context. Making up excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse for saying what he said. I do not know if he meant it. It sounded like he meant it. I don't know. I do not know what's in Dennis Bradley's brain when he knows he is in political hot water. Political hot water. You don't say things like that. You don't. You don't say things that would make people think what I'm thinking is Does he know something that I don't know? Does he know something that the rest of the world should know? Seriously. I know the mayor's an incompetent boob. He's done some things wrong. But what I want to, you know, be on the side of making it publicly known I don't like the way the mayor's operating this city. It's a whole nother subject for a whole nother time. But the lesson here to be learned, the good lesson to be learned, Dennis Bradley, all political people, politicians, people are not involved in politics what have you, who cares, choose your words wisely, choose your words slowly, let your brain get like 10 to 20 feet ahead of you and say, oh, hey, that's a good mare right there, instead of saying, that's a real mare. just a suggestion. Not anything out of the ordinary. Maybe the next time Dennis Bradley comes, the next parade is the Puerto Rican Day Parade. He doesn't say that. He says, that's a good mayor right there. And Mayor Cannon will give him the finger. (laughs) Maybe when Jessica Martinez Munez sees him, She'll give him the finger. (laughs) Now, going off on a tangent here, a little fun tangent, that's what it is. In all seriousness, Dennis Bradley, just to put it plain and simply to you, shut up. You have bigger problems. You're about to go on trial, and you're pulling on Donald Trump by delaying, delaying, delaying. Get it over with. Get it over with. Please. Get it over with. Who knows if you win. Who knows if you won't. But get it over with. Will I play another song? Who knows? More after this. Thank you. Rock history, Pink Floyd's Money, the album Dark Side of the Moon. You know, I could tell you if I had my way in life, I would give me a 40 ounce of beer, Coors Light, roll me a joint, smoke it, and listen to this every single day the album of my life. But there's a point to the song. By the way, I don't own the rights to the song. There's a point to the song, as far as I'm concerned. I hear people talking about spending, spending money. How do we get into debt? How can we get out of debt? Okay, two things. Number one, when you go to a restaurant, And you pay for your meal. Dinner, appetizer, dessert, drinks, coffee, blah, 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 blah. You pay it in cash. Okay, pay it in cash. Consider this. When you spend it, it's gone. You're not seeing that money back anytime soon. You're not going to go back to the restaurant and say, hey, I like my money back. You're not getting it back. Your money is spent. You're done, finished, kaputs. Go home. That's it. Your money is spent. Now, if you go to that same restaurant, have the coffee, the dinner, the appetizer, the dessert, drinks, all that other stuff. You spend the same amount of money. You pay it on a credit card. Guess what? You're in debt. See how that works, people? You're in debt. I'll pay it back. You have to. That's how things work. That's how life works. You spend your money on anything car repairs, coffee, lunch, getting gas. You pay cash, your money is. Gone. You're not seeing that back anymore. It's going to the Treasury Department. Your money is spent. Paid on a credit card. Credit card, not debit. I'll tell you about debit in a minute. You pay it on a credit card. You owe. You owe money. You're in debt. You go for a bank loan, you pay it on a credit card. What have you, what, anything, anything that causes you to borrow money. A loan, going to a loan shark, what have you. You're in debt. Why do you think there's a debt clock in New York city? Half of this country's debt, it's from people from me and you. The other half is the federal government. They borrow money. Yeah, they borrow money, believe it or not. They borrow money for a whole host of reasons. They have to pay it back too. Now, did I ever mention if you spend the money, you got to pay it back? No. Your money is spent. It's gone. Goodbye. See you later. We'll charge you interest when we have to. But you're not getting charged interest because your money is spent. It's gone. So all this hyperbole about spending too much money. I'm sorry. That's the biggest myth in the world. And it's not a deficit or a Debt, anything. i going to add to the federal debt. Our debt is from borrowing. We borrow. That's what we do. Buy a house, buy a car, buy clothes. We put it on credit. Heck, I owe because I purchased a car. I'm paying it back. So I'm in the column of owing money medical bills you get medical bills but the yin yang guess what you got to pay it back you could always go to the doctor's offices and beat the living daylights out of them i wouldn't recommend it but you're in debt you spend money spending i'm sorry you're not seeing that money back where is it going it's going to the treasury department where else is going to go Where else is your money going to go? You spent it. You are not in debt if you actually spent money that's worth your while. Like that dinner. Like going to a baseball game, just to say. Like going to a basketball game, a concert. You paid cash. It's gone. Gone. Same thing with your debit card. They take it out of your account. Now, only you could pay that debit card back. That's not a debt. That's a debit, which means you have to pay it back to restore your balance on your account. That's not a debt. Do your math. You spend, it's gone. You borrow, you got to pay back. So when I hear people saying, oh, He's spending too much money. Well, it's not adding to the debt. I'm sorry, people. That's the biggest myth in the world. If you spend money, you're adding to your debt. No, you're not. You're not adding to your debt. You just spent money, and you're not getting it back. You're not. I hate to be the bearer of bad news for people on whatever political aisle they are on. But when money is spent, it's gone. Somebody tell me otherwise. Please, somebody tell me. Because I spent a lot of money recently on food. I don't see the guy at the convenience store giving my money back. I don't. So when you hear politicians and when you hear political pundits say, whoever is spending too much money, okay, is it adding to our debt? And if they say yes, you ask them how. Because the only thing that adds to our federal debt, which is how much money we owe, is what we borrow. We are the biggest borrowers in the world. Government and individuals. We borrow like crazy and we don't give a shit how we pay it back. That's the shameful part about it. You know you're in debt. You see all these credit things, consolidators on TV saying, hey, we'll consolidate your debt. We'll shrink the credit cards to one low payment that you can manage. You know why? Because you're in debt, asshole. You don't see that about spending. Hey, you see a consolidating company about, hey, spending money? No, you don't see that. You don't see it. Because your money is gone. Gone. Goodbye. Goodbye. It's in the hands of the Treasury Department. It's gone. Nobody's not going to pay you back. Only if you loan them the money, and then you're going to have to say, hey, you got to pay me back. No, that ain't happening. You know what will happen when you borrow money and you say, hey, you got to pay me back? Yeah, you know. The words, you have the right to remain silent, will come up. But when it comes to borrowing, your words would be, how do I pay this all back? So please, when it comes to spending money, no matter if it's individual or federal government, your money's gone. But when it comes to borrowing money and you've got to pay it back, guess what? Consolidated credit companies will come a-calling and your federal government, for all it's worth, you know, might as well just say, eh. So when you spend your money, you spend it. Not seeing that money back, just to remind you. And when you get to see the fruits of your credit, meaning you created a lot of credit here. Credit cards maxed out. Consolidated credit will come (laughs) a-calling. Dolly Sovalis takes us out. We got one more episode to end Season 3. I'll see you next time.
1: to kick you around, and you find yourself flat on the ground. Once well, a show in the five, there'll be someone to jive you, and try to keep bringing you down. Now for a while you might take that abuse and convince yourself to stay loose. But then one day he'll throw you away and say you're good for nobody's use. But then I'll come your way, and turn your blackest night into day. When you're needing it bad Cause some rough times you bad I'm gonna look at you And I'm gonna say Who loves you, baby? Who loves you, baby? By now you ought to know Who loves you, baby? Well, I can't always let it show Who loves you, baby? By now you really ought to know Who loves you, baby? Who loves you? This is one thing I don't wanna blow Baby, baby won't you tell me, tell me what I wanna know Baby, baby, won't you tell me, tell me what I wanna know If you wake up one day feeling ugly Thinking you're 10 or 12 pounds of a But just know I don't care if it's great yeah. If there's hair at all I think that's just great now this carnival life that we're riding Gives no in the room, it's not hiding it. So I don't wanna hear that you turned a dead ear. To my words and started backsliding Cause then I'll come your way. Turn your black as night into day. When you're need the cause the blood times you had I'm gonna look you straight in the eye, baby, and I'm gonna say, Who loves you, baby? But now you're all to know. This is one thing I don't wanna blow baby baby, tell me, tell me wanna know. Well, baby, baby Won't you tell me Tell me what I wanna know Baby, baby Won't you tell me Tell me what I wanna know Baby, baby Won't you tell me Who loves you, baby Tell me what I wanna know baby, baby